Ikere kena jagima to lift your name higher. We pray that in a very special way you will lift your people up 
if there be any depressed, if there be any frustrated, my Lord and my God, let your Holy Spirit inspire once again. Father, this morning, let your word go forth with power. Let it transform. Let it mold. Let it lift up your people. Let it break every chain. Let it heal your people. Let the power of the living God have free course here today. Thank you because it is done. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Thank you, choir. Chosen for such a time as this. Chosen for such a time as this. Chosen for such a time. John chapter 15. John chapter 15, verse 16. We are going to read it together. John chapter 15, verse 16. Chosen for such a time as this. One, two, three, go. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. You should go and bring forth fruit, and that fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Can we read it one more time? You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that you should remain that whatsoever ye ask, ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Hallelujah. Too many times we think that we are here by our choice without taking into cognizance divine choice. God is making it clear to us from these scriptures that he is the one that chose us. And I believe that he has chosen us for a year like 2023, for such a time as this. He has chosen us. And here he defines the reason for his choice. He says, I have chosen you so that you will go and do what? And bring forth fruits. And not only are you to bring forth fruit, it says 
that your fruit should do what? Should remain. That your fruit should remain. But it gives us one of the most um, profound keys to answered prayers. One of the most profound keys. He said, if you can go, if you can bring forth fruits, if your fruit abides, what be part? Whatsoever Can you see that in your Bible? What does whatsoever mean? Anything that you want. Anything that you ask. Whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. I believe that if only for this reason, the grace and empowerment for uncommon answers to prayers, if only for that, we should bring forth fruit. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. We are chosen to bring forth fruits. And the Bible says that God's expectation is not only that we bring forth fruits, but that our fruit should abide. So today I want to give you strategic imperatives to help us fulfill this. Strategic insights to help us change the narrative. Let me share with you some statistics once again. I gave you some insights last Sunday. But let me reel out some figures for you. Nigeria's population. Remember, you are chosen for such a time as this. And this is our statistics as a nation. Age 0 to 4, 15.91% of the population, you know, of 200 million people. Age 0 to 4 is about 32 million. Age 5 to 14, 55 plus 26.76% of the population. Age 15 to 34, 
is 66 million. 32% of the population. Age 35 to 49 is 14, roughly 15% of the population. And 50 and above. My generation is 10% of the population. As I studied this, I reflected on the fact that age zero, that's one day old, born today, to 14, accounts for roughly 42% of the population. 42%. Zero to 14. Remember, you are chosen for such a time as this. So the question I asked myself, I said, what is the quality of the attention that we are giving to those below 14 years? Most times when they come near us, we tell them, go and sit down. In church, what are we doing for them? At home, what are we doing for them? Age 0 to 14. By the time you combine 0 to 34, then that is roughly... 70-something percent of the population of our nation. So if you want to be effective in going to bring forth fruit, in ensuring that your fruit abides, where do you go to or what, what instrument do you use to connect to this population that is the largest, 70-something percent. What are we doing to connect to everyone that is 34 years and below? 34 years and below. Sometime recently, the youth bracket of Nigeria was reclassified as those between 15 to 29 years as the youths. For my own purpose, I tried to look at below 34. The previous classification was 18 to 35. So I looked at these statistics and I saw that below 34 accounts for 70-something percent of the population. The question to us as a church is what are we doing to connect to the majority of the population of our country? There are too many things that they are dealing with. 
Somebody say Nigeria is still good. Can you say after me, Nigeria is still good? <laughs> I was listening to a, a program where children below 10 were asked to go back to their home. This is abroad. The teachers in their school asked them to go back home and ask their father about erectile dysfunction below 10. The teacher told the child, the children in the class, when you get home today, go and ask your fathers about their penis and how it functions. My question to us as a church is that, is that normal? Is that normal? <laughs> is that normal? There are countries today that you can decide to change your gender without the permission of your parents before you attend. What does a 10-year-old know? That's how crazy the world is becoming. If we don't pay attention to them, somebody else will teach them. And before you know it, you might have a confused child under your roof. There are some countries today that when you talk about smoking, it's not cigarette, it's marriage. It's the norm amongst the youths. Tell your neighbor Nigeria is still all right. But if we want to keep it right, we who are the chosen need to do what? We need to pay attention. We need to teach them the right thing. The proper values. So if you have 70-something percent of your population below 34, what are you, what values are you teaching them? Thank God in Nigeria, a 16-year-old is not driven out of the house. We go and sort yourself out. But it happens in some countries. That's why I want us to appreciate what we have, what we still have. But let's not take too many things for granted. Today, the youths are bombarded by peer pressure to take drugs 
They are bombarded on social media by the kind of information that can be very good and yet some can be very frightening. Today the youths are bombarded with unemployment and underemployment. Today, there are generational gaps that we need to plug. So that scripture says we are to bring forth fruits and that our fruits should do what should remain. I want to appeal. you need to do in a month to keep somebody's head correct please do it you know I'm reminded of my assistant pastor in Lion of Judah we call him Reverend Doc one of his prayer points always was, Father, let my head be correct. I used to wonder that what kind of strange prayer is Pastor Tunde praying. But he's still praying it now. And I've come to understand the value of the prayer. Touch your head today and say, Father, let my head, repeat after me, Father, let my head be correct. <laughs> because when somebody begins to test marijuana, his head can be correct. When somebody begins to play games with gambling, if you check every street corner today, there's a gambling point. When somebody begins to test himself with gambling, he needs to add that ahead. When somebody's only joy is to go to pornography sites and be looking at naked men and women playing, he needs to also pray that prayer. Let my head be what? Be correct. I want to appeal to us again. He said you are chosen for such a time as this. God knew the population of Nigeria at this time. He knew the dimensions of the demographics. If the larger population is below 34, 
and he says, go and bring forth fruits, what should be your target audience? Below 34. That should be where you should spend at least 80% of your time. If you follow the Pareto principle, 80-20, Abi. So what are we doing in that sphere? It's what we need to reflect on. We started a conversation last year. And we appealed to the church and said, everyone, please try and connect to one person. I want to appeal to you. In every month, don't let one month pass without reaching out to one youth to guide them on the path of what? Correctness. If you can't talk to them, bring them to hear the word. Invite them to hear the word. Whatever you need to do, please connect to somebody. There are things happening in the world today that are too strange for comprehension. Go and bring forth fruits. The scriptures say. And make sure that your fruit does what? Abides. Remains. And then God gives us an awesome reward for this. And maybe this is where some people's prayers are not being answered. This is why some people's prayers are not being because if God gives you a template and says bring fruit let your fruit abide and then he says look whatever you ask in my name to the father he said I'll give it to you I always hold God to his word and I always choose to play my own part because he's not a man that he should lie. So why don't we test God on this? Bring the fruits. Nurture the fruit to abide. And see whether he will not answer every prayer that you make. So when he says... Bring the fruits. What does it mean? Romans chapter 16 verse 5. Romans chapter 16 verse 5. Technical help us. Or somebody read. He said, greet the church that is in their house. Salute my well-beloved Epinetus, who is what? The first fruits of Achaia unto Christ. So here we see Epinetus, 
being described as a fruit. The first fruit appear unto Christ. What have we done this month? Not only to bring somebody to Christ, but to make sure that the person is standing in Christ. Brethren, I have a simple perspective to life. I see every human being, no matter how bad they are, I see them as somebody that Jesus Christ died for. Hear me. I see them as what? Somebody that Jesus Christ died for. And that makes me value their life. So I sat down with one of my sons in this church. And I said to him, because of the terrorism and the banditry in the north, a lot of the northerners have run to the south. I said, but what have we done in the south to embrace them into Christianity? So I was rubbing minds with him. I said, what can we do? Because there are also people that Jesus died for. Your neighbor that you hate so much. Because when on your tools, Jesus died for him. How do you reach out to him with the message of the gospel? So that he will stop te- stepping on your toes. <laughs> Is it the thorn in your flesh that God is using to test your Christianity? <laughs> ah, there was a time that I was living with some demons in the same compound. The kind of prayer I prayed at that time in my life is different from prayer. That if you sleep, some, anything can happen. Because you know that there are some possibilities in the same house with you. So I wake up at night. I'll just begin to fire prayer, fire prayer, fire prayer. <laughs> but do you guess what? The life was as that to do what? To sharpen and hone my prayer skills. If everything is so rosy, will we all be praying? Ma, if everything is rosy, will we be praying? No. And yet, some of those principalities today, guess what? They call me their 
Stop. <laughs> because power parts what? Power. Today I'm their pastor. But they tested the power yesterday. Somebody listening. That person that is troubling you so much might be an instrument in God's hand just to draw you closer to him. And then when you draw closer to God, what happens? That person will see that you are untouchable. And then one day the person will come and say, please, which God are you serving? You are chosen for such a time as this. Let me close with the blessings of fruit bearing quickly. The blessings of fruit bearing. Number one, you obtain a level of wisdom beyond the normal. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. You begin to operate at a level of wisdom that is above your peers. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is what? Is wise. Is wise. Number two. Somebody who bears fruit will shine brighter and brighter to that glorious day. The glory of God will just begin to manifest more and more on your life. You shine brighter and brighter to that glorious day. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. You just discover that your light begins to shine brighter and brighter. And they that be wise shall do what? Shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and what? And ever. He that winneth souls is wise. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Number three. He that bears fruit. The devils and demons become subject to him. They become subject to him. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. And the 70 returned again with joy. I say to somebody here, next Sunday you return with greater joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. That story starts with a conversation. Jesus sent them out in twos. 
They went and they came back with awesome testimonies. They said, we have gone out, we have reached, we have preached to people, we have brought forth fruits. The demons we are subject to us in the name of Jesus. I pray for somebody here. Even from today as you embark on this journey, demons will be subject to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. By the time they came back with their testimony, Jesus said, I, I beheld Satan fall as lightning. He said, so in all your lives, if you can continue this journey, bearing fruits, he said, you will see Satan fall on a regular basis. Brethren, there's so much happening all over the world. We need to always make sure that our own head is what is correct. So let's bow down our heads. You are here, you are struggling with addictions. Some will think addiction is only marijuana or cigarette smoking. You are here, you are addicted to movies. Telemundo. Every day from morning to night. An addiction is something that takes up so much of your time, your energy, your focus. That it distracts you from the things that are most important in your life. You are here today. You have one form of addiction or the other. I want to pray with you. Some are addicted to gambling. Every little money, it is bet Niger. Every little money, it is Getuto. Every little money, it is a bet 365. Every day they are bombarding your head and you too succumbing. You are falling prey. Believing God that one day you will earn one million with, with, with Naira. The foolishness of gambling is that if that is how you earn the money and you get something you will go back there and bet again. Jesus, so you are here this morning. You are dealing with various addictions. Jesus, things that are beyond you that you cannot, you cannot discipline yourself to avoid. I want to pray for you this morning. Wherever you are, please come. Wherever you are, please come.
Father, I want to thank you. We bless you, Father, for choosing us for such a time as this. We pray, my Father, my God, that in the area of bearing fruits, we will be counted worthy. We pray that in the area of supporting our fruit to abide, we will be counted worthy. And so, Father, we ask for wisdom from above that is above all. That will set us apart and distinguish us. So that every blessing of fruit bearing will be our daily testimony. And Father, as we commit to obeying your word, we pray, Almighty and everlasting King, that you release grace upon our lives to do what is needful and to do what is right. May none of our youths go astray under our watch. Whatever we need to do, Father, to tell them about Jesus, please grant us the grace to do it. Thank you because it is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah.